Hello and welcome to Over the Garden Pod, the best Over the Garden Wall podcast in all of podcasting. And that's a rock fact. I'm here with someone who rings my bell until the truth comes out. Nicole Fariel is here. Hello. Hello. Um, I don't even want to know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it up to the listener's imagination as always. Oh boy. Hello, we're here for episode seven. Yeah, baby. The ringing of the bell. The ringing of the bell commends you. Commends you? Commands you. <laughs> you got to commend her for the way she rings that bell. <laughs> this is a great one. You see the title for this episode and you know exactly what's going down. Exactly. It's a classic. It's a classic, it's for sure. Yeah. And I mean, and who do you think of first when you think of the ringing of the bell? Uh, Auntie Whispers. Auntie Whispers. Honestly, I don't even, even remember the name of the daughter or the, the, net, the niece. You don't remember it still right now? Yeah. I, I think, think it's think Lorna. 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 But Auntie Whispers. Auntie Whispers sort of talks like she has her cheeks full of food. That doesn't sound like Auntie Whispers <laughs> at all. It's the way she talks. I can't do her voice, but she starts talking like this. <laughs> all the villains and other people just like have such like grumbly voices, right? We've we've said that about a lot of them so far. Yeah. Auntie Whispers is, is talks like some like nothing else I've ever heard before. It's really great. Uh, but we'll get to her a little bit later. This is a top episode for me. This is like a top three out of the 10 this is it's up there i don't know if we are going to rank them at the end or whatever but this is amazing what what are your thoughts going into this one uh i was so excited to start this one um i think i said something to that effect when we started the episode yeah that i was excited for it to start very excited Uh, anything anything that stood out to you in your brain before we dive in yeah so definitely on two whispers um stood out to me i couldn't really remember how it ended which obviously we'll get to and i couldn't really remember like the significance of the episode yeah like how it moves into the rest of the series yeah but it all came back to me all right well i guess we'll we'll just dive in here um we get back to greg and wirt and greg's frog they encounter the woodsman again who warns them that the beast is ready to claim them uh he yeah he grabs them by the arm well, he grabs work by the arm yeah and in my head i'm like if you want to get these kids attention you should stop just grabbing them right <laughs> and screaming in their face you're a guy the with an axe the beast. it's like yeah. okay sir <laughs> what are you talking? You like you're a madman. crazy <laughs> yeah and he is trying to tell him something but he's just really not getting right. the message across yeah um and immediately after this conversation after they will work does the old kick of the lantern kick of the lantern classic and greg commends him Mm-hmm. Not for ringing the bell. Nope. But for the old kickaroo. Uh, and as soon as they're done, done with all that, they move on and they think they're back on track. But the beast has a little chat with the woodsman. Mm-hmm. And he just tells him, hey. Hey, let's I, have I, a I, we, chat. I think we don't get the chat, but he says, let's, get, let's have a chat. And I think he says something to the effect of like, let's get those damn kids. <laughs> you think that's what they said? I think so. Hey, let's have a little chat. We got to get those damn kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> they could have just added, added that in. I would have added a couple of <laughs> seconds more. <laughs> That's true. Uh, they run from the woodsman and come across a lonely cottage, which Greg's I, like, please, anything but that. <laughs> anything but the, oh, perfect. <laughs> he, oh, God. And he says, uh, it's a classic line. Ain't that just the way. Ain't that just the way, which we say in the head, this house all the time. We say it all the time, and I remembered it being said more frequently but i feel like this was the first time we've heard him say it i think it is it's one of those lines like we have um in schitt's creek that we uh, apparently ew david she only says oh david like, like a, a handful of times yeah 
but um, everyone's like that and also us with uh just uh that's the way the that's the way the news goes that's the way the news goes well that one we don't we don't think of it as like a catch we know it's a catchphrase from one, one episode that's true but enough rick and morty talk for this that's episode enough. Uh, so they get into that lonely cottage, and they come across a young girl named Lorna, there we who go. wants who warns them to hide. Yeah, immediately. I mean, they get there, they are in an admiration of the barrel full of turtles. Mm-hmm. Those damn turtles. I think maybe my line of the series mm. comes up here. Yeah, agreed. She turns them around and says, "Who are you?" <laughs> and Greg just goes. We're burglars! <laughs> With the happiest smile on and his face. And then she's like, what are you here for? Here to burgle your turts. <laughs> <laughs> Which that one we say kind of often too, but yeah. it doesn't come up as often as it. so just good. It is really great. And I think all, it's a lot of funny stuff in this scene too. When, when they're looking at the turtles mm. and where it's like, huh, that's kind of funny. That's a bunch, a bunch of these black turtles. And then Greg just goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That gives him like a fake laugh. Yeah. Starts laughing pretty hard. He's like, no, not that kind of funny. <laughs> we do that all the time, too. I feel like not really even in response to and this show, about that, yeah. but just like, you'll be like, you want to hear something funny? And then I'll just start <laughs> so hysterically like, yeah. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good joke. Yeah, it's good. So Lorna's caregiver, and he whispers, is, well, I don't want to spoil it, but I guess I might as well. It's Adelaide's sister is here. Uh, she's coming down the stairs. She is a character that looks like nothing else I've ever seen before in media. She looks like she was ripped straight out of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, terrifying with those eyes and the nose. Mm. Something about the way they draw those eyes. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really know what to expect as she's coming through that front door. She's just kind of like, you just know we're supposed to be afraid of her. Yeah, she looks menacing. She sounds terrifying. Yeah. And she immediately starts to control Lorna with the ringing of the bell. Yep. To, To me... She's a bad woman. Yeah, I mean, she's talking about devouring kids. <laughs> yeah, she keeps talking about devouring kids and doesn't say anything about who's doing the devouring. Right. So we don't know. Like, and which we all one's gonna obviously. <laughs> you assume the big giant woman looks like she's got ten kids underneath that dress. Yeah. You assume she's the one that's been eating. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Especially because she's frightening looking. Right. So Anti Whispers reminds Lorna that she makes her constantly works so that she won't become wicked, and this at this point kind of just sounds like bullshit. She just wants a slave, yeah. much like Adelaide. Yeah. So, um, sounds a lot like uh, the evil stepmother in uh, Cinderella. Ah, okay. Makes her work and an- work Another and one work. of those kind of uh, ties to like an old story. Mm-hmm. So we, we later find out that there is good reason for her to continue ringing that bell or like to keep her busy because she will actually become very wicked. Mm. So the brothers help Lorna escape by helping her finish her housework early. Just before they leave, Greg and his frog accidentally awaken Auntie Whispers. So mm. they're helping do the chores and I don't think wirt. Greg's actually helping at all. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's actually just watching and like... He's Playing with d- this dis- frog. He's disapproving more so of the the budding relationship between Lorna and Wirt. Right. And he's playing with his frog, Dr. Cucumber. Yes, Dr. Cucumber. So a little bit of frog name watch. <laughs> Changes twice in this episode. Dr. Cucumber. And then by the end of it, we have Greg Jr. <laughs> so... Uh, Dr. Cucumber goes and eats the bell off of Auntie Whispers' nightstand. Unbelievable. Um, and with that missing, Auntie Whispers goes and looks for it because she needs it. And Wirt thinks he's saved the day by helping her escape. And they get locked into this room. And what Auntie Whispers goes, know? she's going to become wicked. <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. And they turn around and it is a literal demon. That is probably one of the scariest things in this show. Yeah. Like without a doubt. It's like it's like legitimately scary. It's not like Cartoon yeah. Network scary. Scary. It's it's like the way her head turns like she's uh and she out goes of like, like exorcist. <gasps> Come here. I'm sorry, my turtles. And she like <laughs> follows them. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. She becomes mad. <laughs> I think that's the thing with this. I, I don't, I wonder how this also relates to the beast in some way. Like, is, is it all, does it all have to do with these, like the Edelwood and something? I, I, yeah. I didn't see her eating the turtles though. No, that's the confusing part to me. Um, because the turtles are always around when the beast is near well, and the Edelwood is near. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the things that ingest the turtles are what become bad. Like we had the wolf yeah. dog earlier in the season. And then Auntie Whispers eats the turtle and she's not the mad one. So it's very confusing right. to me. She just looks bad altogether. Like you could you could imagine this probably like the body you get from a diet of turtles. Of sludge turtles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you'd think like, okay, she looks like that because she's also got like the turtle demon inside of her. But apparently no. she's fine she's a nice lady as far as we know for now until we do some more digging lorna is just like a one-off demon that just had this issue at birth or something again i also don't know where this bell comes into play like what this magical bell That's is or question. where it came from the horrific demon chases them out of the house and greg reveals that his frog had has eaten the bell and shakes the frog's belly <laughs> to slow down the demon right and what does he originally wish for he wishes that she would become a big tiger, like a furry tiger, or like a, <laughs> yeah. a ferocious tiger or a something ferocious, like that. A ferocious, like, sparkly tiger What he or wants something. to become if he could change into uh, another animal. Right. So Word <laughs> grabs out of his hands like, no, no. <laughs> and he's like, he commands the demon to leave Laura's body and to never return. There we Which go. Which is a good wish. It's like, it's like uh, your first wish you would make with a genie. You would right. just ask for everything you want all at once and then have two wishes left over. Right. So after... He makes the wish. The demon leaves Lorna's body. Wild scene. And Auntie Whispers comes out and seems sad. She does. She's like, oh, now I have nobody to take care of. Right, which is bizarre so, behavior. I mean, but... could be maybe why she didn't make that wish with the bell in the first place. Mm. Uh, maybe she was too stupid to understand that that's what she should have done. That Maybe that could be. Or maybe she just wanted somebody to clean her floors. Right. I, mean, I guess this is. she also reveals that in, at this moment that her sister is Adelaide. So kind Wild of drawing the twist. connection between the way they treat children, like using them as slaves. Right. Um, maybe it was more malicious with Adelaide than it was with Auntie Whispers, but definitely drawing some comparisons there. Yeah. I remember in our last episode with Adelaide, we kept talking about um, how they were similar, the two of them and how we kept mixing them up in our minds. Cause they don't really look that much alike, but they're more so Lorna right she has the white face right you know yeah i mean when she revealed that today i felt like it was being revealed to me for the first time yeah yeah i, I think I don't I, remember it, it rung, a bell, rung a bell rung a bell isn't that funny that's funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah it, it definitely is a connection that we will further dive into and maybe yeah. we'll get some more well once i re-see the ending where we kind of get the resolution of everything i think that brings some some like whoa moments right so maybe that'll spark something for us. How insane of the boys to not even be like, oh, your sister died. I know. Cause <laughs> it, it, at that point, I would have, I don't think I would have said anything either, I guess. But Probably I would have been not. like, oh. It's almost something, it was interesting to me too that that happened that way. Because usually in storytelling, you would think 
this episode would, would almost happen first so that they right. could say like that foreshadowing oh if you ever happen to see adelaide <laughs> she's right. horrific and then they would see her and then that would be scary but I went, that's interesting that they did it was it interesting way. yeah i mean I, I like it the way it happened so i'm fine with it me too good job writers yeah so they leave anti-whispers behind with lorna with lorna lorna decides to stay and they kind of march on because i guess they, they figure out hey this is not where we're supposed to stay this is pretty fucking scary mm. let's keep moving on even though it's the dead of night and this episode starts and i noticed that it's starting to get cold right uh, so october's coming to a close and now they're moving on and marching on in the dead of the night yeah so like the episode starts a little dark and is getting darker and when they're having this conversation at the very end, it's like almost pitch black on Bert and Greg, like showing you obviously that, that it's nighttime, but also kind of showing you along with the way Bert is feeling. Yeah. Like the show is showing you that there's less and less hope with yeah. the darkness happening or all around them. Yeah. That's, that's a very interesting thing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> I'm just like assuming too. I don't know if that's actually true, but that's, that's the way it made me feel like the darkness was uh, enclosing on them mm-hmm. thoughts wise as, as well as literally. Yeah. So, and then we see the beast. Then we see the beast. Um, we, we get a lot of the beast this episode. We do. He has another conversation with the woodsman. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like the beast is sort of saying, hey, you need those kids. You don't want them to get away. Mm. Because it seems like those. he's telling the woodsman that his last hope at keeping his lantern lit is those kids. Right. And he says he doesn't want to do that. There has to be a better way than trading in these kids like tokens and there's a chilling final quote from the beasts themselves, and I have this written down here. So in response to the woodsman saying that there has to be another way, the beast says, no, there's only me. There's only my way. There's only the forest. There's only surrender. Creepy. And that's how we end off. Right. Very creepy. Very creepy. It's also sad that he's so excited that the boys are losing hope. I know. Yeah, that's really creepy, too, because like, it fades to black for them, and then like he is almost like the darkness yeah so you just see his eyes always reminds me of like the slender man type yeah oh yeah don't like that yeah really awesome ending it was really good good stuff we're getting really like really into like the nitty-gritty creepy Mm -hmm. part of this show yeah because the episode overall was really creepy yeah and then it ends with this like you think they could kind of leave at um adelaide's they could kind of leave anti whispers just feeling hopeless and that would be enough of an ending like oh wow tough like they ran into this terrifying house and they, they still have nowhere to go Isn't that sucks and then we still end with the beast's horrifying quote of like him getting really close to being yeah in touch with them isn't it funny that they're like auntie whispers is like all right onward for you boys into the dark woods and yeah like don't you think she would like just be like come just and hang for out night. for the I, night i know at least offer like even if they say no because they're terrified of her right just offer but they know that she's not bad I mean, I, I would still be a little tentative <laughs> with what's everything worse, that just happened. Being out in the woods with the beast, or being inside yeah. a house for a night, mm. because you need some uh, chocolate turds. That's chocolate turds. Yeah. There you go. Well, I guess that brings us to our segments. Damn, dude. First up, MVPs and LVPs. Okay, my MVP is Greg. Greg. He just was top tier funny. Yeah, this really, episode. he really was. 
some of my favorite quotes, some of my favorite faces. It's just such a good episode. It so really is. he's the MVP for me. I, I, I didn't have him as my MVP, but he would have been if it wasn't for someone special this episode. But <gasps> he, with the quotes alone, deserves an MVP. So I'm glad you gave it to him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, the LVP I said is the Beast. The Beast. The Beast. And why is that? He's evil. Oh. He's just like stalking <laughs> these two little kids. In the, in the dark, in the woods. He's creepy. I don't like his glowing eyes. Yeah. He's supposed to be. He's created as the LVP he's pretty, of the show. He, I think he's pretty awesome, though, honestly. He's, he's, a, cool, he's a cool villain. He's per- perfectly creepy at this point. Ugh. They show All him right. just enough. They don't over... Sometimes you lose interest in a villain or you lose like the element of uh, creep when the villain's like overexposed. Yeah, I think that I read um, in my things that we'll eventually get to that this is only the second showing of the Beast. I think we get a voice from him. This is the third time we hear his voice, I think. But, but like, I think the, the, second, the like, second time we've seen his eyes. And like that he's had like... I mean, he sings in previous episodes, yeah, but yeah. like like speaking like speaking having, having lines and also yeah. like a little bit seeing the outline of his head like how it like looks like a tree mm, almost a little yeah. bit spoilers well the top of his head like it looks tree like it, it's not even his full form but okay. um yeah that's good that's good I'm, I'm happy with that all right good i'm glad my uh lv my first award the mvp goes to auntie whispers ah oh. just because i mean obviously not a great uh person it doesn't fully win the episode because Kind of shitty is controlling Lorna, Lorna, and then almost admits that she was kind of taking advantage. She was using her just to, to stop herself from being lonely in a way. Yeah, don't know if she fully understood that she could have freed her with the bell, but I like her just because she's such a perfect like Halloween creepy cartoon character. Yeah, like, there's nothing like it. You don't. You don't. When you think of this episode, you immediately think of Andy Whispers. You yeah, think of the nose. You think of the eyes. You think of the voice. Yeah. Um, she controls the bell. It's just uh, this is what makes this episode good is Anti Whispers. Okay, I could understand that. Yeah. Otherwise, Greg Honorable mention, of course. Amazing lines, best lines of the series. Mm-hmm. LVP, I think might go to Wirt. <gasps> just because, I mean, sure, he saved the day twice in Greg's eyes, but he really has been such a downer. This, this is where I feel like he's getting to his, slowly getting to his lowest point. Yeah. Um, he Can just, you blame has, him? He has nothing, but he doesn't have a real plan. He's been moping around since uh, Beatrice left him, and he's got to kind of get over that and be there for his little brother. He even at the beginning of the episode said, "Do what you if want. You do what you want. If you don't want to come, I don't care." Yeah, so which is rude. Don't, don't love that. Don't love that. Bad look for Gre- uh, for Greg for Wirt. Bad look for my guy Wirt. Next right. awards, uh, regular old awards. Okay. Yeah, I have the Sour Patch Kid Award. Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> yeah, I have the Sour Patch Kid Award. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like remember why. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> um, Patch Kid Award. Uh, is it Anti Whispers? It was Anti Whispers. Oh. I was afraid you were going to say Lorna. No, because why is it though? Cause it, does she look like one? Kind of? That's no. why I picked her for that. First they're sour, then they're sweet. We realized oh, I got it for the wrong reason then. We realized that she's she comes off as this evil That's being. Nice. And then she, I mean, she's not sweet, but like she, we realized that she's really yeah. just taking care of That's her niece. That's a good word. So. Good use of Sour Patch. Thank you. Wow. Very good. I don't even count that as me getting it right because I thought you just meant like, she looks like she could be a Sour Patch kid. <laughs> it really doesn't make any sense when I think about it. It doesn't, but sure. <laughs> Why not? My first award okay. is the Hey Arnold Award. The Hey Arnold Award. Yeah. Is it Lorna? 
It is. Oh, so you know, I should preface this. Uh, my two awards are going to a general theme of they're more for items and talking points. I guess I kind of gives it away, but like they're they're for a couple of specific specific things oh. that gave me intrigue. The Hey Arnold Award. Yeah. Is it the turtles? Is it turtles? Because of the chocolate turtle. The chocolate episode? turtles. I love that episode. Yeah. So I, I wanted to talk about the, the turtles a little bit. I just think because we we mentioned it before that anti whispers is straight up downing them. Yeah. So, so, so weird. It's interesting that there's a full on bucket of these things, and like you had mentioned, usually it means that there's evil afoot. Or evil. <laughs> there's evil afoot. <laughs> I can't help but say that all the time when I say evil, just because of my childhood. <laughs> um, but there's evil afoot or something that had eaten one turns evil or, yeah. or demonic in some way. And it looks like the the demon had not been consuming, but the normal, quote, normal person had been eating them. Yeah. So why do they have them? Why is she eating them? What do they do to her? I don't get it. You know? Yeah. So these are all the, the questions I have to pose, but I I really have no answers to it. Okay, fair. I don't know, I don't know if you will have answers in the trivia, but mm. it seems like we don't. No. Your award. Okay. The Me Running Award. You running? Yeah. Mm, that's a good. That's a good question. I know. The woodsman? No. Just cause my reasoning was that if you wanted to, run, if you didn't, you, if you were had to run, and you didn't want to, you would do anything as far as like chopping a tree down in front of your path to not go. <laughs> no, not no. not the woodsman. <laughs> okay, what is it? Uh, it's Greg. Greg. Mm-hmm. And why is that? At the very beginning of the episode, he's trying to keep up while he's walking up the hill, and he just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's me. Cheeks. I've been there. That's cute. So. You're like my little Greg. Yeah. My last award is the Hotel Front Desk Award. The Hotel Front Desk Award? You say that to every single award <laughs> I say. So just, when I read it, just listen and then try and guess. The Hotel Front Desk Award. <laughs> You're going to keep doing it anyway. The Hotel. The Hey Arnold Award. <laughs> the Hotel Front Desk Award. The bell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And you, you repeat it seven times in the microphone before you figure it out. Yeah. Because it rings like you ring a hotel front desk bell. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to explain it. For the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they might not know. The, the Harold, you definitely had to explain. This one For sure, not. yeah. But yeah, I just think the ringing of the bell, like the bell itself is that very interesting. And I wonder where it falls into place in the lore of this world. The lore of this world. The lore of this world. <laughs> Is it something that was created by someone in contrast to the beast's powers and like the all that is darkness being the turtles and maybe like the Adelaide uh, oils? Maybe it is somehow the opposite of Edelwood. Edelwood. Yeah. But I wonder where it came from. So it's interesting too because I I wonder too because Adelaide had those scissors that were gold, right? Oh, yeah. And Auntie Whispers had the bell that was gold, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering what the deal is with the beast. Like Adelaide has something to do with the beast. Maybe this girl that was like possessed had something to do with the beast mm. somehow. I know. It seems like the, any, anything that, that's evil in this far as you think comes back to him, but we just would like to know why or how. Right. Um, but the, they, and that you said that is interesting about the scissors. Maybe since they're sisters, maybe they each do have like a magical item. But okay. the scissors didn't seem magical at all. Like the bell literally like glows and rings and right. like is pretty... And the scissors just had like a, a cool little hook to them. They didn't seem magical. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Adelaide is also the, the more evil of the two. So, right. But it could be. I mean, you never know. That could, right. it could each be, be uh, that could be each one of their special items. Yeah. Very well could be. Yeah. All right. On to trivia. 
on to trivia. So my first little like tidbit is that it is the second appearance of the Beast, which we talked about. I also see that the name Lorna was coined for the book Lorna Dune, a romance ex-moor. Also about a young woman with a dead family who is hidden away but oh. falls in love with a young man. Uh-huh. Oh, we also didn't, while you talk about that, the, the quote-unquote love, we have a funny song that we didn't talk about between, it was like a duet with oh, yeah. Wirt and Lorna. I like blacked that part out, I guess. <laughs> they're both just, both just blushing the whole time and the two of them are duetting in the background. They're not doing it out screen. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, it was that's funny. a good one, yeah. yeah. to Whispers may be inspired by Yubaba and Zaniba from the movie Spirited Away. Do you know those characters? Oh, I characters? picture that, yeah. The women with the big hair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it looks like she has to be like inspired by something. It's, yeah. You don't just come up with that. And then the last one is just um, talking about how Wirt and Lorna show signs of attraction to each other this episode. Yeah. But that's it. Nothing too um, crazy. Just talking about the Adelaide reference. Sure. And stuff like that. I mean, I, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the last really bit of romance we get between these two characters. Yeah, I think so. It's, I guess that's why it's sort of just a throwaway. It's not that important. Right. It's almost like just the reference to that old story. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are about to focus on somebody else pretty soon with Wirt. So mm-hmm. he can't have too many ladies in his life. No. I mean, also, I wouldn't be attracted to a kid in a fucking dunce hat. Wow. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about does it, Cole. All right. We'll be back next episode for episode eight, Babes in the Woods. Until then, I guess burgle as many turch as you can, put them in a barrel, and uh, we'll see you around next time. Try not to eat them, though. Try not to eat them unless you're shaped like ant whispers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hello, and welcome to Over the Garden Dean. <laughs> is this a uh <laughs> what do they call it a crossover yeah is this a crossover <laughs> yeah over the garden uh, wall you should have <laughs> what a fucking idiot i am I have my all right here. take it again take it again yeah